0: On the podcast today, we're going to be talking about marketing hooks. So we're going to be talking about those first few words that grab attention and stop the scroll. So if you are struggling or you just want a refresher, then today's episode is for you. Cracking Copy is a marketing and copywriting podcast where we lift the lid on
1: writing for business and read between the lines of effective copy. This is a podcast for creative entrepreneurs and savvy business owners like you, who understand the value that great copy can bring to their bottom line.
0: We dive into a different aspect of writing for business in each episode, debunk the myths about how we should write, and explore the ways that writing can be fun, conversational, and creative,
1: while also being high impact for serious results. So listen, laugh and learn with us, Ella Hoyos and Minnie McBride, as we share our words and wisdom in each snack-sized episode. Expect some light bulb moments, interesting guests and practical takeaways as we crack the copy code together.
0: Welcome to Cracking Copy. Uh, I'm Minnie McBride and I'm with my co-host Ella Hoyos. And today we're keeping it brief in our new series of shorts. And we thought we would kick off this series talking about hooks
1: yeah what do we mean by hooks are we going fishing <laughs>
0: <laughs> kind of
1: <laughs> but it is kind of reeling people in isn't it going fishing so we're fishing for attention I think that's what it is and the start of every email is really the important part and it not necessarily an email we'll talk about social media posts today but if you don't suck your reader in immediately then you've lost them and as I think it was Brandon Kane who wrote the book, Hook Point, um, immortalized that sort of three seconds. You've got three seconds to get people's attention. I know. And if you read, though, some people say even less than that now. You've got one second.
0: And then you read other places that say seven seconds. Oh, I don't think it's as long as seven.
1: Essentially, just remember you've got a fraction of a moment, a fraction of a moment to get somebody. Otherwise, they're just going to scroll on past. Yep. Um, yeah. Yep. Or delete the email. <laughs> yeah. And, and remember that everybody's multitasking. I learned at the weekend that um, scriptwriters for TV shows now will write a script for the second screen, which means that they expect their audience isn't looking at the television first. They're also scrolling on their phone whilst watching said film or programme. Therefore the script writers need to imagine this is already happening. So revise their scripts accordingly so that the viewer can still get it, even though they're only giving it half their attention, uh, which I think is quite sad, but it's a.
0: It's really sad. Oh yeah. Really sad. And sometimes if you miss the hook at the beginning, because you're scrolling on your phone, then you don't really know what's, you know, because sometimes it's the first minute that's really exciting, isn't it? In a drama.
1: Yeah. And if you, if you've been half, Oh God. Okay. Okay so hooks are really important capturing attention is really difficult (laughs) these days and you may have seen hooks like you know have you ever wondered blah 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 or one of the most important parts of blah 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 if they sound familiar to you it's because everybody is doing it Um, but if your hook is vague or wishy-washy or very familiar or boring you know this is going to be the biggest killer of your social engagement um, and email marketing Minnie, let's talk about the anatomy of a hook.
0: Oh, yeah, the anatomy of a hook. So what what are the properties of a great hook, I suppose? I think, first of all, to say that a hook doesn't always have to be speech or text. Um, it can also be a photo um, or a graphic that would be grabbing grabbing your attention.
1: Yeah. Um, and I think that that's to do with user experience as well, isn't it? Um, if something is well formatted, if words and pictures are meshing together, then that you know using emojis to visualize a point that is helping hook the reader so at a glance hook the reader using images and yes words.
0: definitely and um, making it memorable so that I would say that was up there something that people just remember it for later perhaps if they have been mm-hmm. on there if it was particularly clever
1: hook or intriguing or whatever so yes yeah. memorable what else Yeah, well, I think just on that point, stories help make things memorable, don't they? Because stories, again, it's almost we're creating um, a word picture in our mind. When we hear a story, it helps to visualize, it helps to create a mental image and an association, which we would later remember. We might forget the actual facts, but we remember the thing or the, the way it made us feel sort of thing. Um, other things about hooks, they have to be to the point. And perhaps you have to have a point of view as well. So that has to be up there, prominent. Yeah, I
0: suppose the point of view could be contentious as well. I suppose that's a bit clickbait, but, you know, that's another thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. To make somebody stop and think, mm, and especially if it challenges their view or challenges the state of status quo. Yeah. Um, is enough to to stop people in the tracks and make them think twice about something perhaps that they'd assumed was commonplace or whatever. Not to bury the lead. Um, this is a sort of journal-ese, uh phrase, isn't it? to bury the lead. Uh, meaning you need to get to the point of the story in the opening paragraph. you know, journalists are told don't bury the lead of the story. the thing that's going to lead people in, don't bury it three paragraphs in because you've already lost the reader. So getting that up front. And also um, a hook that makes a promise, um, like a headline that makes a promise, a promise of what's coming next um, to keep the reader reading. And then I think also an anatomy of a good hook is something that is short and sweet. So perhaps you want to keep your opening line within 60 characters or less. You know, the concise and the more economical you are with your words, I think, the better. Just thought of one more Oh, um, the battlefield principle um which is essentially it's imagine a soldier in a parachute dropping into the field dropping into the action so don't you don't need to start your story your social post your email with a long description and the sort of providing the context to what's coming next but just drop them into the heart of the action get them fired up and then explain it further down the line yes so, yeah definitely an example of um, a good hook, as well.
0: Yeah, that's not. I so, said so it's a bit like not burying the lead, isn't it? I guess as well. It's kind of yeah. not burying the lead and pushing you straight into the centre of the action. Absolutely. So we were having a look at um, examples of good hooks, and uh, I was having a little. I was having a little uh, <laughs> a little scroll, and so if we go to, for example, an example of an intriguing rhetorical question, and I found this uh, this ad. For um, if you remember that lovely aftershave Old Spice, and it's got a quite an attractive man standing there, and he says, "Does your man look like me?" No. <laughs> <laughs> Can he smell like me? Yes. And I, oh, you know, I, I thought that was quite good. And then I, I did actually watch the rest of it because I was, and I thought that was actually rather a good one.
1: Hey, don't you think that might be where the pussy cat, cat dolls got their? Um, don't you think your girlfriend was flat like me? very, very possibly, possibly from the old inspired. spice <laughs> yeah inspired by old spice um yeah so those rhetorical questions it's like you ask a question that you are actually going to answer yourself for the benefit of the reader um but yeah why is it good again it's helping the reader visualize the scenario i think and and having that question helps the reader to seek their your brain would automatically seek to find the answer to the question because our brains are hardwired to solve problems like that. So that's why question starting with a question is is quite a good example.
0: Yeah. And that's actually humor as well, because he, you know, I I'm probably not many many people's other halves, women's other halves actually did look like him because he was very handsome.
1: <laughs> so... was <he? laughs> I can't say I remember, but <laughs> anyway.
0: So going on so a surprising factor or a statistic, I mean that might be something like oh you know um, our toothpaste is 60 percent whiter than all other leading brands mm-hmm. um, I don't know
1: I'm yeah a bit, I guess yeah that example that I mean that's a bit of a claim as long as they back that up with some evidence then yes but but something that um definitely to lead if you have got a surprising fact or there is an interesting statistic there then um that people haven't necessarily heard before and that you can back up with some evidence I think that's good
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm not sure that was a particularly good example because actually everyone says they whiten your teeth and none of them do. So
1: hmm.
0: it's probably 60% of not very much.
1: Uh-huh. And yes, yes, guess 60% compared to what, you know, but but this is it. I mean, it, just to be aware of the sort of hooks people use. I mean, if it does feel like it's been done before, if you've heard it before, then that's a clue to Maybe this isn't a great hook. Maybe it's not a hook at all because if I've heard it elsewhere, then... That's just a sign to keep looking, keep, keep fishing.
0: Yeah, keep fishing. And it's difficult. I mean, the other thing, there's another um, way is to use a quote. But I think sometimes, uh, uh, particularly on social media, quotes are used quite a lot. And I'm not sure you can kind of get that wrong, I think. I mean, I don't know. I suppose if you had a hair product, and you, you—I found a, a quote from Ivanka Trump who says, "gorgeous hair is the best revenge." And I guess you could have quite a, a good photograph or something to go with mm. that.
1: What do you think? I quote. think the right quotes are good. And some quotes are really popular um, and universal in their appeal. So, you know, the Maya Angelou's of the world. And the, I can't think of one of my head now. I'm sure I referenced it earlier in the podcast. But, yeah, I think some quotes are are good. And it depends on the context and your brand as well and how, how well it supports it. But you do have to be aware of sort of overused platitudes. Um, and a platitude being a thought or remark which is a bit flat or trite or, or states the obvious. Um, so I'm thinking of sort of live, laugh, love, those little plaques that you might hang on your, you know, and your kitchen wall or something, being a prime example, that's too many of these sorts of phrases are banded about on social media. Um, and and it, it sort of, yeah, it loses its value after a while. So be... be um, be picky so another hook might be an
0: interesting anecdote I mean obviously stories as if you're chucking someone straight into the action I was sort of thinking something like my first business failed and my second and then I changed this round with one piece of advice or something and then I think someone's going oh I wonder what that piece of advice is yeah and you're kind of relating that to a personal anecdote
1: yeah Now I think that's good and I think that um yeah, leading with a, a mistake that you've made actually um, and how you've turned that around, that sort of leans into a transformation, doesn't it? And I think that is intriguing to people. People want to know the ending, how the story ended. So um, I think that's a good example.
0: Yeah, and transformations are great. Either w- how you've described in, a, in the way of describing it with words or a visual transformation people like to see too, I think. And you can do that very quickly and easily. I mean, certainly a lot of the video content, you know, I turn my house from this to this. I mean, I'm a real sucker for those. I love those. And mm-hmm. I keep scrolling, um, yeah. you know, because you want to see what the transformations yeah. Or Somebody who's really, really, you know, overweight, who suddenly says, I lost 100 pounds or something. And then suddenly they're really skinny. And those are, those, those are quite intriguing, the transformations, aren't they? Absolutely. Um, yeah, and it, I mean, an evocative image or description, something that draws you in, I don't know, a photo of a beach, paradise thing, you
1: know, particularly in November.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: yeah, But again, uh, beware of the, um, you know, overuse and, and um, uh, false promises or, you know, big big grand claims that, you know, you could be having this laptop lifestyle sitting on a beach because we've seen a bit of that now and we're a bit like over it. Um,
0: yeah yeah Yeah, i Um, think we probably are over it um oh yes a common misconception is quite a good hook as well so for example i was thinking of trying to think of an example like you know myth number one menopause kills your sex drive Uh, that's slightly clickbaity but if you're a young woman or a, a man that's not going to appeal but obviously if i'm selling some kind of hormonal substitute then that might be a great hook for me
1: yeah, absolutely. And it does challenge a, um, what people believe to be a universal truth um, about menopause. So I think it's OK to get niche with your hook as well. You know, so what if it turns off a male user or a, a young woman who has got no idea? Oh, yeah, uh, no, exactly. Makes, I mean, it, that's, it's almost, yeah, it's, it's important
0: good. to be specific, isn't it? Because you want it to appeal yeah. to your
1: ideal customer. Yeah. Actually. And repel bad fit clients as well. So exactly. So you,
0: you're right. The problem with the more niches, probably the better, isn't it? I and mean, we talked about story driven. Um, so you could use an anecdote about yourself, but a lot of the clickbait or the or the tabloids, you know, their hooks are things like, you know, the princess of Wales and the story behind that dress or the story behind the tears or the,
1: you know, that's their hook. Yeah. I mean, that's their headline. Yeah. And, and they use it because it works. I mean, even now, even just this week, I was reading about uh, princess Diana's revenge dress and i immediately know what that is it's a black off the shoulder number that she wore after she yes uh, was gay yeah but you know it, it still works to this day so it's you read um... it again <laughs> yeah read it again <laughs> in, in grazia this week said so some of you know these things are tried and tested and uh proven and true so other other things i think um good hooks emotional ones aren't they things that oh god
0: I mean, do you follow um, Niall Harperson on, he's on, oh my goodness. So he's a guy, he, I think his story was he, he had an agency, he's from Ireland, he's Irish and he had an agency, sold it, went to live in Thailand and it's his mission now to save dogs. Honestly, I will put the link in the, if you, if you don't follow him, he's just so lovely. And he gives these, he rescues these dogs. Anyway, he's raising money and it's he's just fantastic. And I just love I well, one of his uh, most recent reels, I was looking at there's a, a cute sort of video of this little chubby dog coming towards you. And then in, in the text it says um Cindy Crawford, because she's called Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford was morbidly obese, but she's fighting back. And honestly, <laughs> it's it's it hit all his videos, they pull at your heartstrings, and it, it's not just the it's not just the video
1: that he uses, it's the words, and it's just I mean your hook line and sinker every
0: time. Yeah, well, now I'm absolutely following the stories of all of his others. I mean, absolutely hooked me in. Um wow. And you know, he's a charity, and his right. his storytelling, his hooks, everything is fantastic. And a lot of it, I think, is emotional.
1: Yeah, of course, and and using animals actually <laughs> just use an animal that will hook someone, and we're all a nation of pet lovers, aren't we? So yes, and dogs, yeah, simples. Um, Yeah, so, and if you can trigger universal emotions as well, like, um, you know, desire, guilt, um, dislikes, things that we all sort of commonly dislike, it makes things, it makes it relatable. Um, There was an example I came across, um, don't sit down to write if you haven't stood up to live. And that's kind of, you know, it's telling us that if you don't have the lived experience, then perhaps you shouldn't be practicing, you know, you need to practice what you preach before you... (laughs) I guess it's a little dig at people who perhaps don't have that experience and who are just spouting off uh, common advice. But it's a great hook because it it plays with uh, word patterns. It plays with contrast. Um, So, you know, sit and stand. There's a contrast of of those two words. And also it does, you know, it's it's triggering that common dislike. You know, we dislike people who don't practice what they preach. We want people to know, you know, we want to know that, who we're learning from comes from a trusted source, and then actually comes from um, some level of experience. It's not just something you quickly read in a book and then spouting off. So, where to look for good examples of hooks? Well, in my mind, um Twitter is a great place to look. And why is that? Because because it has a limited character count. Um, Two hundred eighty character. It used to have a limited character count. I don't know what Elon's doing these days. With I think if he's got a tick, it's it's more. I don't know. Right, it's more. But anyway, I don't in the, <laughs> olden days, <laughs> the olden days it was it, you know it's, it's still known as a concise uh form and I think that just makes you more um aware of of your each word needs to count for a lot more so um, I think it forces you to consider your hook um a lot more so I think it's a great place to look for uh examples um there's a writer called Kieran drew who used to run a great newsletter called fire tweet Friday and it was a sort of teardown of the best viral tweets that he could find on on twitter there's loads of great hook examples in there and you can still get that actually he runs um this thing called viral inspiration lab and he has a database of all these um hooks and leads and i think that's a great source of information are Um, they free is that free or do you have to buy it no it's it's paid for thing now i think it's about it's about 100 pounds um but it's really good it is really good and i will put i'll put the links in there um if anyone's interested in sort of going deeper on this subject. Where, yeah. where can we use hooks, though?
0: Where do we use them? So, well, I mean, everywhere. Anytime, you, I mean, they're going everything, don't they? Offline and online. Social media captions. A video, which we're talking about. Um, on static posts and on photos. You can put your hooks as
1: well as the actual picture. Yeah. Yep blog headline uh, blog headlines. yes yeah. headlines definitely a headline is a kind of like the first hook isn't it that's the first hook and um the second hook is the body you know the opening sentence to your body copy
0: yeah ads obviously because i mean i suppose they are because you have to be short and sweet sales page headlines email
1: yeah what gets- the subject the subject line because if you can't get someone beyond the subject line then you know That's it. You lost. So email subject lines. And then again, the opening line of that, that first email, uh, the opening line, the first line of that email. That's another kettle of fish. We'll have to do um, email another on another
0: um, podcast, won't we, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I think the point is you use hooks everywhere in all your writing. Um, We all need to um, grab our readers attention. And the way we do that is by hooks hooking yep. them in so if you've got any great examples um dear listener please uh, do you know connect with us and tell us because we are we're always looking to improve our game and um I actually find it really interesting I love getting a good hook um seeing a good hook and then trying to deconstruct it and make, work out a way that I can use it in my own work so
0: yep. yeah so have some sort of swipe file where you keep some good ideas that you could repurpose or you know reimagine for yourself. I think it's a very good idea. So yeah, so thank you so much for listening today. Um we are very grateful for all of you listeners. Um and if you are a new listener, please go ahead and connect with us on um on our social media. We've actually again they're
1: all in the, the show notes. Yeah. Yeah your reviews do mean a lot to us and they, they help other people to find us too. So do us a favor next time you're on apple podcast or whatever program you listen to um if you go to the cracking copy main page and scroll down uh, beyond the first few episodes you'll get two ratings and reviews so a five-star review why not <laughs> we'd love that love it if you did
0: we will love you forever <laughs>
1: <laughs> absolutely okay thanks for listening and see you next time see you, soon. you have been listening to the cracking copy podcast with ella hoyos and minnie mcbride Don't miss out on future episodes by making sure you hit subscribe down below to keep up with all our podcasts. And more details and resources are in our show notes. So we'll see you next time.